0: Welcome to the Mompreneur Coach Podcast. I'm your host and your Mompreneur Coach, Amanda Masterson. I'm teaching mompreneurs a revolutionary new way to build their businesses online. We're living in authenticity, ditching those hey girl messages, saying goodbye to that hustle culture and building businesses rooted in balance and abundance. Oh yeah, midday naps too. If you're ready to reignite your passion, make way more money than you ever thought possible, and still be totally present for all of the memories, all of the moments with your family, then girlfriend, you have found your home base. Let's redefine the online social selling space together. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mompreneur Coach Podcast. This is Amanda, and I am your host. And today we are going to talk about procrastination. Why, you might ask? Well, because after my workout this morning, I had this realization. And before we go too far, let me just say my voice has been a little bit scratchy. So I hope you can bear with me through this episode. But this is important. This is an important episode that I wanted to record. And I wanted to record it when I was in this energy state and really thinking about it. Um, but after my workout this morning, I realized that procrastination is really just this this level of intentional distraction. It's intentional distraction from what you know you need to do or what you should be doing intentional distraction I just I want that to sink in for just a moment okay and not only is it this intentional distraction from what you should be doing you know you need to be doing right? but it really is a slap in the face to your goals and your dreams and just to your overall potential in life. And the majority of us, the majority of us, we were made for so much more than what it is that we're achieving. And your abilities, your potential, it's just, it's so much greater than I think what you even realize. And I believe this is one of maybe the saddest stories when it comes to just the human population, because, you know, give or take, the majority of us were made for so much more than what we are achieving. I mean, think about, just think about all the time that you spend in in just one day procrastinating, right? When you hit that snooze button and you procrastinate getting out of bed, when you're scrolling social media, procrastinating your workout, or making dinner, or doing the dishes, or doing homework with the kids, whatever it is. Okay, and those are just the daily procrastinations that happen. And yeah, we could accomplish so much more on the daily if we were able to like get rid of these. But I think the bigger heartbreak is the procrastinations in life. These procrastinations. These are the ones that cost us and cost us so, so much. It's procrastinating a hard conversation that eventually causes damage to your relationship. It's procrastinating big decisions in life. Okay, I think you could also call this settling, right? Like sometimes I think we tell ourselves that we're settling when in all reality, we're just procrastinating, like kicking the can down the curb, right? And so maybe you're not starting that business that you, that's been on your heart, or maybe you started the business, but you haven't gone all in. Okay. Maybe you started this business because you want more time freedom. You want more financial freedom. You want to be able to be more present with your kids, but it just was never the right time. And so you procrastinate and you say, you'll go all in when you'll start that business when. And then all of a sudden, your kids are grown and you never did get around to building that business so you could quit your nine to five to be present, to have that time freedom that you so desperately wanted. Maybe you procrastinate getting back on track with your health or you procrastinate that trip that you and your husband always wanted to go on. And then you get sick and you wonder if I'd only taken better care of myself, if only or god forbid you lose your spouse or something else crazy in life happens and you regret not taking that trip these are the big procrastinations in life and and these are really what regrets are made of so let's talk about this let's talk about why we procrastinate and i think there's a few big reasons and so i want to share them with you because if you can recognize them if you can shine light on them and bring awareness to them, then you can begin to take intentional, focused action towards your goals, towards your dreams, so you don't have those regrets down the road. Now, before we really dive in, I want to share with you that procrastination is something that I have always struggled with. Recently, I was even talking to my mom. Um, I was talking to her about an event that i had been asked to speak at. And she immediately asked me if I'd started preparing yet because she knows my history. She knows my history with procrastination. And I'm sure she remembers all of the late nights that we stayed up finishing projects or, or papers or whatever, right? Like middle school, even high school. And I'm proud of myself because I'm able to say that when she asked me that, I had already prepared for the event, right? Much to her surprise. But as I share with you why, You likely procrastinate. I think you'll understand that I've only recently been able to ditch those procrastination tendencies because I've done so much of the internal work, the inner work that's required to overcome this self sabotaging habit, because that's what it is. It is a self sabotaging habit. So, three reasons I want to share with you today three reasons why you're very likely procrastinating. And the first one, And ladies, this is the big one. Yeah, I'm going to share some other reasons why you may be procrastinating, but this one is always sprinkled in somewhere. It's always part of the equation and it's self-doubt, self-doubt and lack of self-confidence. You doubt your ability to actually go do the thing, whatever the thing is. And instead of trying and failing, you never get around to doing, you never get around to trying. And I think personally, this was a major reason that I had trouble with procrastinating, that I struggled with procrastinating. And it was because I didn't want to fail. I oftentimes will call myself a recovering perfectionist because I always wanted things to be perfect. I was afraid they wouldn't be perfect. And so I would procrastinate taking action. Now, obviously, I didn't realize these ties in high school or even college, but I can clearly see them now. But failure isn't something to be avoided. Failure is part of the process. It's a component of success. It's kind of like the price of admission, okay? You will fail. But here's the thing, fail forward. Fail fast and fail hard and then get back up and run as fast as you can towards your dreams and towards your goals, okay? You will fall again, you will fail again. That's okay, just get back up again. I recently spoke at a base camp for some amazing, amazing ladies, and I talked with them about building this unshakable, this deep-rooted, this self-belief, this self-confidence. And before I went on stage, I was hanging out in the back. I was listening to the trainings that they were, that they were being given, that they were going through. And during one of those training sessions, the leader up front, she gave the group five minutes. And she challenged them, go send 10 invites to the business, 10 invites to people who, you know, you've already had in your mind, people who you know would be great for this business, right? But for whatever reason, you hadn't up until that point invited them. And so as she gave this challenge to the group, I sat in the back and I watched. And very few of them, very few of the women actually pulled out their phones And sent the messages. Now, I saw a lot of them pull their phones out, look at their phones, look at their neighbors, start chatting with their neighbors, but I saw very few actually sending the messages. And when I got up to speak, I asked them, I asked them, why? Why didn't you send those messages? And from the audience, I could hear like this myriad of excuses or reasons or whatever. I don't have time. I didn't know who to invite, right? But the real reason, they lacked belief in themselves. No ifs, no ands, nor buts, none of those things, okay? They did not send those 10 messages because they didn't believe in themselves in one way or another. And so it was like this perfect segue into the content that I'd already prepared to share with them because I was there to talk to them about their self-belief and their self-confidence and exactly why it can be so hard to believe in ourselves, And so I spoke with them about how your self-worth and your identity, it's like this thermostat on a wall. And so we know how a thermostat works. A thermostat works as such that it's set to 70 degrees. And if that room warms up, you know, greater than 70 degrees, it's going to kick on the air conditioning and it's going to cool the room back down. Okay, your identities that you hold within yourself, they operate in that same manner. And so here's what happens. Oftentimes, you do take action towards your goals, towards your dreams, but that's all that you do is take the action. You don't do the inner work. You don't do the inner work that is required to change and to mold your identity, okay? The inner work that's required of success. And so you have all of these limiting beliefs that are hiding out in your blind spots, okay? And your limiting beliefs are like this lockbox on that thermostat. And so here's what happens is you take action towards your goals, towards your dreams. You start to see success. You start to see momentum. But then those internally held identities, those self-limiting beliefs, right? Your thermostat, basically, your thermostat kicks into gear and it works and it works and it works until it cools back down your life to 70 degrees. And 70 degrees, by the way, is mediocrity and self-doubt and just an average life. And this looks like self-sabotaging habits and behaviors, procrastination being one of them. Okay, and you all know somebody like this, or maybe you're even recognizing this in yourself. I mentioned I spoke at this base camp, and if you've ever been a part of a live event like this, a conference or a summit or whatever your company calls it, but you know you leave fired up, you know you leave ready to slay your goals and slay the world, And as a result, you take action, you experience wins, you get momentum going, and then life happens. And most of the time when life happens, people fall right back into their old habits and their old behaviors. Let me give you an example. Let's say you committed to set and to stick to business hours, but then your husband doesn't support you like you wish he would, or you get a kid that ends up sick or just just life happens. Maybe you recruit a team, but you don't lead them the way that you need to lead them. And so somebody quits. Or maybe you did lead them, you know, from the front as a leader should, but someone still quits. And instead of recognizing that their quitting had nothing to do with you, you shoulder the blame and you say, it, it's just my bad luck, right? And then that then affects how you lead the rest of your team. Because why put the effort into leading them if they're probably just going to quit too? Or maybe you know somebody who spent months or even years getting healthy, only to gain back all of the weight. Why does this happen? It happens because your outside circumstances changed, right? Like think of it as warm air sweeping into the room and warming everything up. But then in the background, the thermostat, your internal thermostat, which is your identity, Okay. It's still associated. It's still set to mediocrity. It's still set to self-doubt and scarcity and past failures. Okay. And so it's working to cool everything right back down. And so here's the problem. Either you don't know that there's even a thermostat in the background regulating your life, or you do recognize it, but your limiting beliefs are like that lockbox on the thermostat and you can't find the dang keys. You can't find the keys, and so you can't get it cranked up to success and to worthiness and to confidence and to potential. Which brings me back to why you procrastinate because you lack that belief in yourself, you lack that self confidence. You're living in self doubt, right? Can't win, don't try. And so you procrastinate those big things in life because you don't think that you'll find success. Ultimately, this boils down to fear fear of success, fear of failure fear of unworthiness, right? There's a fear there and we have to dial into what lies behind that fear. Okay. So that's the first reason that you procrastinate, the biggest reason that you procrastinate. And like I said, I'm going to share two more reasons, but 99.9% of the time, self-doubt is sprinkled onto these other two reasons as well. Okay. So number two, you're not surrounded with success. Let's be real. Let's think about what is normal. What is average, okay? Average or normal is basically people settling and not living up to their full potential. They're working a nine to five they hate only to pay the bills and they're barely doing that, right? They aren't healthy, they aren't truly happy. This is a hard truth, but I believe it is a truth. And so if you're surrounded by this, right? This will only feed your self doubt. This makes your dreams seem like Just that, like this unicorn fairy tale that's never gonna come true because you're never actually seeing anybody in real life living out their dreams around you. Okay, have you heard of your your like five? Okay, basically you become like the five people that you surround yourself with and that you spend the most time with. Okay, I like to think of this as your board of directors because they are directing, they are dictating, they're advising your entire life. Okay, you have to get in the room with people who are chasing their dreams, who know what they want, and who are unapologetically chasing those dreams, taking risks, taking action now, not later, not when the time is right, not when they feel confident, not when they have the support of their parents or their spouse or their friends or their kids. Now they're taking action now. Surround yourself with success. The vibe is different. The energy is different. The room is different. You need to find that room and you need to get in it now. Okay, and if you're realizing that "Mm, I need a new room, then I did an entire episode on this subject. Okay, I think it was episode number eight and I will go back and I will link it in the show notes for you. So go check that out. Okay, third reason that you're procrastinating and it's because there's risk involved. Listen, we want a front row seat to success, to time freedom, to financial freedom, but we don't want to pay the price of admission. This is hard to hear for some of you because this is going to hit home. But let me be real with you, okay? There is a price of admission to sit at the table, at any table. And the price of admission, it, I like to think of it as like a barrier to entry, Okay, because without it, everybody would be in the room and then the room wouldn't be special anymore. It'd be all watered down, right? It'd be back to average, back to normal. Does that make sense? So the cost of admission, the barrier to entry, okay, it is a risk. There's always risk. You cannot be so afraid of failing. We talked about that already, but you can't be so afraid of taking a risk that you, that you never take that risk, right? You can't be so afraid of failure that you never take the risk. And oftentimes, most of the time I wanna say, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. Let me just give you an example, okay? So let's say you wanna start a business, okay, a business that you can work from home. And there are tons of options right there. There are tons of options. There's MLM companies, there's different affiliate programs, there's high-ticket online sales. There are tons of options, like that's just the tip of the iceberg. But what is the cost of admission? Okay, so the cost of admission to, let's say, a low ticket MLM company, right? There's usually a starter kit that you have to buy or there's a monthly affiliate fee or monthly quotas or ranks or, you know, some some barrier of entry that you you have to overcome, you have to achieve, you have to invest in, right? In order to have your business and to increase your earning potential. You also have to rep the brand, right? It's gonna be hard to sell athleisure wear if you don't wear athleisure wear. It's going to be hard to sell workout programs and health if you don't work out and you don't live a healthy lifestyle. Okay, so those are all the costs of admission, the barriers to entry, and this keeps everybody off of the playing field. Okay, and as the cost of admission rises, the potential rises as well. And so with high ticket sales, for example, you oftentimes have to own a piece of the company or you have to own a product to be an affiliate. A product might cost but commissions are two to 5,000 per sale. Okay. Versus like the 25 to $50 in commissions that you receive in most MLM companies. Okay. So greater risk, greater the reward, right? That makes sense. Now, my belief is this tolerate the greatest risk that you're able to withstand, go all in, take messy, focused, and intentional action, and the rewards will be great. Okay, but most people won't do this because the risk scares them or because they're over there creating like another risk versus benefit spreadsheet. They're researching to the high hills. They're imagining and trying to prepare for every little hiccup that might occur. Okay, notice that emphasis on might because something like 90% of the things that we worry about never actually happen. But that worry, that risk, It keeps people from taking action. It causes people to procrastinate and procrastinate the big things in life. And this, I said this earlier, but this is a slap in the face to your goals and your dreams and your potential. It is a slap in the face, sis, because you were made for more and you are capable of so much more. And I believe, I believe that when we get to heaven, we will meet this version of ourselves that we were made to be. Okay, The version of you that took the risks, that lived the life of your dreams, that listened to those heart tugs, that had faith. Ultimately, you're going to meet the version of you that had faith and that took action. The version of you that always took action. And I think the goal is to have lived a life as close to that version of ourselves as possible. The regret here, the biggest regret would be to meet that version of you that God made you to be and you didn't take advantage of your skills and potential and destiny. You didn't understand the assignment. I want you to understand the assignment, okay? So let's recap. Procrastination is basically intentional distraction, and it prevents us from living to our full potential. Okay, there are three main reasons that you procrastinate. And number one, and this is the big one, is that self-doubt, right? You doubt yourself, you doubt your abilities, your worthiness. Ultimately, your internal thermostat is set to self-doubt and mediocrity. Number two, you're not surrounded with success. You are in the wrong room. And number three, there's risk and that scares you. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna throw in a bonus too, okay? I know I said three reasons, but I think this is important as well. Sometimes I believe we procrastinate because we are overwhelmed. Okay, and we can be overwhelmed for a number of reasons, but I believe the biggest reason is really that we lack clarity. Okay, we lack clarity around what we really want in life. We lack clarity around what's really important, and therefore we lack clarity on what our next step should be because there are just too many things, too many ideas, too many options, too many to-dos, and they're all swimming around in our mind. Okay, let me tell you this. Clarity is not something that you find. It's something that you create. You have to create clarity in your life, and it takes works. Okay, you have to create clarity in your life, in your business, in your relationships. You have to create clarity around what's important. Okay. And when I think about, when I think about clarity, I always think about that scene in the notebook where Noah and Allie, where Noah is yelling at Allie, like, what do you want? Not what does your parents want? Not as what a society want, but what do you want? What do you want? I want you to ask yourself that same question. What is it that you want? Not what your husband wants or your kids or your parents or society, but what is it that you want? Create clarity. And I think If you're struggling to do this, one of the best ways is through journaling, okay? Journaling will help you to discover yourself real quick, my friends, okay? That unbridled journaling where your mind doesn't think, but it just allows your heart to like flow through your pen, okay? So grab a pen, grab a notebook, and just start writing. You will create clarity that way. And once you've created that clarity, go back and do this. Do this frequently, okay? And you'll be able to maintain that clarity. And with clarity comes focus and intention and drive and motivation, all of the things that are really, really helpful to have when it comes to living out your assignment in life. Okay, you have an assignment in life. You need to understand the assignment. And when you do, when you understand the assignment, procrastination, it will fade away. If procrastination is something that you struggle with, the first step that I would recommend you do after you sit and create that clarity through journaling is to have a very honest assessment with yourself. Do you wholeheartedly believe in yourself? With this unshakable, deep-rooted belief, this deep-rooted self-confidence. And if the answer is no, and if you hesitate, then the answer is no. So if your answer is no, then I want you to sign up to receive all of the details on my upcoming Belief Bootcamp. Okay, the link will be in the show notes. But we are going to take the time to uncover why you don't believe in yourself. And we are going to work together to reset those beliefs, to shape new identities, to ultimately crank up that internal thermostat so that you can live into your full potential, so that you can achieve your dreams. Okay, because when you graduate from my belief boot camp, you will fully understand your assignment and you will have the tools you need to carry out that assignment and to score an A on that assignment as well. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today, ladies. And I just ask that if this episode touched you, if you found it valuable, share it with a friend, share it to your social media. That is how more women, how we can get this message out to more women just like you who need to hear this. So until the next episode, I will see you guys later. Thank you so much for listening to the Mompreneur Coach Podcast. Before you go, I'd love to hear from you. So can you do me a favor? If you haven't already, could you drop me a five-star review? Because that is the best way for us to get this podcast out to other mompreneurs just like you who need to hear this message as well. You can also share your mega takeaways on social media and in your stories. Just tag me at Amanda Masterson Coaching. I so appreciate every single review. So until next time.